similar situation that you know well, Amy, East Timor. Um, not only did Henry Kissinger and Gerald Ford give the green light uh, to the invasion of East Timor, um, but as the casualties mounted, as hundreds of thousands of Timorese were dying, uh, the United States, which had a, a, a donor client, as Henry Kissinger called it, relationship with East Timor, that was supplying 90% of, 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 excuse me, of Indonesia, 90% of Indonesia's um, uh, uh, military uh, uh, gave additional assistance. Um, and so these situations, Timor, um, uh, 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 East Pakistan, it's, it's, it's as if you're, you're in an ammunition store and the guy is out there uh, on a shooting spree and he comes back to get more ammunition and you give it to him. These things make, uh, ha make Henry Kissinger, I, I believe, liable for war crimes. Reid, uh, we're going to continue this conversation after and we're going to post it at democracynow.org. Reid Brody, human rights attorney, war crimes prosecutor, will link to your article, Is Henry Kissinger a War Criminal? That does it for our show. I'm Amy Goodman. Thanks so much for joining us. You're tuned in to listener-supported community radio, KBOO Portland. KBOO Community Radio holds open meetings concerning the operations and programming of KBOO in accordance with requirements of the Communications Act of 1934 and certification requirements of the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Information about KBOO Community Radio's open meeting policy is available at our website at kboo.fm. The Engineering Committee meets on the first Thursday of the month at 7 p.m. This month's meeting will be held online through a public video conference. A public link and phone number to attend the meeting can be found on our website at kboo.fm. Please visit our website to verify if a meeting is being held. KBOO Community Radio is listener-sponsored. That's right, 80% of our funding comes from donations from listeners just like you. You can always make a donation to help keep KBOO colorful, independent, and non-commercial at kboo.fm give. But right now, during our end-of-the-year campaign, is the perfect time to contribute. Give now and help us to reach our goal of $75,000 by December 31st. Be a ray of light in your community by making your tax-deductible donation at kboo.fm slash give today. Good morning. You are listening to KBOO Portland. This is The Gap. I am Tammy. How are you, Althea? I'm good. I'm here. I'm happy to be here. Happy to be with you this morning. How are you doing? I'm okay. I can't hear myself, but that's fine. Oh, well, we should work on that. Uh, um, I, can, I can hear you, so that's good. Well, why don't I talk, tell the, pe the good people about the end of your drive? The end of your campaign for KBOO that we're doing is called Cutting Through the, Cl Cutting Through the Clouds. <laughs> Cutting through the clouds? Yeah. Like a jet. Or a, a beautiful ray of sunshine. Um, that's that's kind of what we tr we tried to do here. And it, it, it was cloudy and foggy, <laughs> and Kibu does cut through those clouds. So if you appreciate community radio like this, consider supporting us with a donation in our end-of-year campaign, kibu.fm slash give. I'd like to thank some folks who donated recently. Thank you to Michael V, Timothy S, Anonymous, John A. and Bonnie B. Be like these cool people. Kibu.fm slash give. Can you hear yourself now? Can I? Oh, there I am. Oh. oh. You sound Ew. good, by the way. Thank you. It's a uh, shout out to myself. Uh, I stopped smoking. Yes. Boom. Let's go. Yep. Just Everybody at home, clap. clap thank clap, you. Clap, thank clap, you. Clap. Uh, yep. Just raw dogging it, doing the thing. <laughs> no multivitamins, good nothing. For you. No, yep. well, uh, first few days. Yes, <laughs> we hate multivitamins on this show. I love multivitamins. I, <laughs> I, I got. I was gonna get some on Black Friday. Yeah, but we don't have Black Friday anymore because yeah. I, I thought this was America. I thought there was one day a year 
where I get everything 50, 70, 80, 88 percent off. 88. Boom. Nothing. Because yeah. double trouble. Uh-huh. You know, remember? No one remember Hex, Sears. I tell you, this is days. <laughs> Tammy was days telling me. Past. Yeah, we had a whole conversation about Black Friday. You broke it down real good about why well, Black Friday is. Well, you were telling me all the stuff that, you know, fond childhood memories. Of course, waking up at five o'clock or waking up at four o'clock in order to get to mall by five o'clock. Yeah. Waiting in line. Yeah. People would camp. Um, you know, it's good times. Families. That was a we bonded. I remember there was like ch- straight up childhood bonding with my mom's friends, kids and stuff. Yeah. You know, so, mm. but here we are now. Can't even get it's a, I'm seeing all sorts of videos on, online and they're s- apparently just swapping out. They're not even doing they're doing the thing that new seasons does where it's like, let me just put up a different price tag. It's 5.99, you slap on a different color tag, still 5.99. You flip it over. At least at least tape it down so that I don't <laughs> so I'm not able to at least remove it. the other No, that's so, that's how slapdash it is is that because Small Business Saturday they come in and they rip them all away. Small Business Saturday? So, is that a thing? Yeah. You see I, I, well, that's what I'm. That's why I usually just stick with small business. So I don't know. It's just yeah. You know, we live in a town where you can do that. Yeah, but I and thought Black Friday. Ah, yeah, I, I, I have some theories about. It is a little bit funny that you know, like hyper consumerism and capitalism built Black Friday, mm-hmm. and then now it's also tearing itself apart. At the seams. You can't even. You can't get a deal in this town. You can't get a deal in any town, really. Mm. Although, hey. No sales tax, though. Never no forget sale- that. We, yes, we have to, you know, uh, count our blessings, I suppose, this time of year. And speaking of counting blessings... Oh! I watched the uh, the debate last night with uh, Gavin Newsom and, uh, <laughs> and uh, Sir DeSantis. It's... Sir DeSantis? I, I, Sorry. I, just, <laughs> I haven't heard that before. I, I, you know, he needs a little... He needs all the, all the love he can get. I feel bad. Um, I would like to have the armchair acknowledgement beforehand, okay. as I was talking to Althea last night. And I, and I was, like, talking about all the stuff that we always talk about in the show. And I'm like, I should have an acknowledgement that it's like... It's like watching the Olympics. You know, when you comment on stuff that's happening politically or local, whatever, like commenting on stuff, it's like being a, an observer at the Olympics and you are seeing someone who's trained their whole lives <laughs> doing a quadruple backflip and they trip trip or maybe don't land it like you know a 10 out of 10 and you're like ah I could have done that <laughs> look at them look at her she's wearing too much makeup anyways you know yeah. so it's it's that's my armchair uh, I wrote army chair that's my armchair <laughs> uh, acknowledgement that that people have worked really hard to get to where they're at and it is I I Part of the reason why we talk about this is is kind of like holding people accountable. People are doing things in public, and I th- and and it would behoove us to pay attention to what yeah. they're doing, you know. Yeah. So, with that being said, the debates were terrible. The debate oh. was terrible. Okay. I wrote, "No one wins. We all lost." As in, like America. Uh-huh. I don't understand. Look, this is a joke that I was. I hope it lands well. I'm not a gynecologist. But it seems to me like Gavin Newsom is a, is a, is a surrogate for Biden. Hmm. And it's just kind of bizarre. It's like, why won't Biden just come and do the debates himself? And if it, it is the focus on, like, governor vs. governor, then it just kind of seems like they're bringing up, like, hashing up beef from 2020, where it's like, dude, come on. Like, we were worse now in 20. Like, we have uh, bigger problems to deal with right mm-hmm. now. And it's just like... You know, he's saying he's not running for president, so why are you here? Mm-hmm. And really, with all due respect to DeSantis, like, Nikki Haley is surpassing him in the polls. So why are we here? Like, why why are we here unless this is kind of like a puppet show for donors who are seeing that DeSantis is tanking, and now, you know, they're like, well, we can invest in, in someone else because, you know, a lot of donors, you know, invest in both parties. So yeah. none of it made sense to me. It was just kind of bizarre, but the best part about it... Mm-hmm was the commercials because they had a commercial reminding p- viewers that George uh, Santos is going to be having his final hearing oh. um, about whether or not he's going to be expelled. <laughs> and he's got to keep very, the people tuned in to Congress. You know, it, it wrote, it's a nice reminder that politicians are people. and Sometimes they're kind of terrible and sometimes they're criminals. And very few of the times they do go to jail for it. Right. So... Just kind of a nice kind of contrast of yeah. of it all, but yeah. all overall, I don't know, it's like two at it. Well, it'll be an actual. You were you were texting me that it was quite long. It, that and then at the end, Hannity says, 
You got another 20 minutes? I got 20 minutes. I, said, I like that. Yeah, I like that. You're making yourself available for the people. Uh, Hannity didn't do a good job. No one, <laughs> no one did a good job. Um, I think we all, and again, it's like the, the, the specter of Trump. It, it is yeah. what it is. You know, you feel it. And you're, uh, there was a point where he, um, he asked DeSantis about, what, what's your favorite thing about America? And DeSantis is like, well, you know, it is like the most beautiful um, natural beauty that America has, like California is so beautiful. And, and he was going on and on about, about that. Um, and then he asked Newsom, like, what's your favorite thing about, you know? And he was just, he didn't answer it. It was kind of, it could have been a moment where yeah. it was just kind of like, oh, right, we're in America. <laughs> You know, like let's. Oops, our fates are tied together, right? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, our fates. Bring that up. That's Mm. what I'm talking about. Um, And it it could have been a moment. um, Well, a moment for what though? Because he's not running for president apparently. So I don't even know why he's there. I'm just so confused. Yeah, I'm so confused. Mm -hmm. But um, it was something to watch, and that's where we spent your Thursday night on it. And I was reminded that George Santos is is is. Not he's, good. He's in deep right now. <laughs> he is in um, yeah, he's in it. We forgot to mention what we do on this show. Oh shoot. My bad. I got really into the debate. Well we got to, to talk about the Black Friday and the debate. This is the gap. We like to do a two parter type of program. In the first half, we are doing our news roundup today. Sometimes we do interviews, so you know, stay tuned on Fridays. And then uh around eight thirty we'll go to a midway song and then we'll have our community question where you can call in and talk to us about our topic and our question that we have expertly crafted for you to engage with us with. So that's what we're up to. They did expel him, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that that just happened. Mm-hmm. Man, you can't you can't even lie <laughs> about everything about yourself you can't and then e- become a congressperson anymore. That's like <laughs> we used to be a country. Anyway, <laughs> it's a fun- should we should we turn to the local or what do you think? Uh, yeah, I have I have I have nothing else there for now. Yeah, yeah. Lot, yeah. not hey, not not that there isn't a bunch of clown world stuff hap- not happening locally. So yeah, we can... can we talk about the Peabot thing? Just oh yeah, because you said clown of... and then okay. So we've been talking about like I wrote down the phrase Peabot gaff in our notes, and that could be any number of things because of all of the like randomly ripping apart bike lanes and being $32 million in the hole. And this week, uh, Willamette Week reported that Peabot lost $300,000 to a Canadian (laughs) app developer for an app they will never receive. And some of the quotes in this are so... Like, they're like, oh, they weren't meeting our deadlines. For Um, two years. This is two two years. two years. And so this is all money from the Northwest and... I think centrally side parking districts where basically it was going to be this app where people instead of using their parking pass for mm-hmm. that area could then have like reduced to get benefits through using the app and yeah stuff and to get like points. go yeah. to go take the bus for cheaper or to rent scooters or bikes or stuff like that it's a cool app you know um it's and this type of thing it's not like you know reinventing the it is reinventing the wheel like it does exist other places Mm -hmm. and apparently they just they lost it to uh to this company (laughs) called ride shark in canada and maybe this isn't the one that has the the quotes where they but there's somebody from pbot saying like actually we're saving money because if we didn't cancel the contract we'd owe them fifty thousand more dollars for something they're never going to give us that if that's not gaslighting that i mean look (laughs) Three hundred thousand dollars is so much money, so much money, and I don't. It's just in my notes. I wrote too triggered. What a waste. Yeah, I just it's just (laughs) it's like watching somebody fall downstairs and they like hit a landing. And after you know everything that we've seen the past like two months, and you're like, okay, Peabot, stand up. You're fine. And then they keep falling down the rest of the stairs. In in their defense. I don't even. I mean, it sounds like they got scammed, which isn't good. It's it. It's it's scam season. Listen, first of all, December scam season. It's true. It's true. We should do another scam question. Write that down. Uh, put pop that in the notes. Yeah. Um, but also this has been ongoing, so it's not like Mm -hmm. this is like a new mistake. It's just, you know, I don't know. Maybe they they are seeing. They're like, wow, we're really messing up. Let's kind of look look into our finances, look into our projects, see what's going on. Yeah, and then so, maybe someone's like, "Dude, this app is never going to happen." Like, yeah, just, 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 
stop trying to make fetch happen. Yeah. And they're like, all right, let's just like nip it in the bud now. Two years later, it could have been three. Mm. You know, it could have been, we could have been looking at three million. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So, so maybe I mean, all it is those important to cut your time. losses when, when you realize that you've lost. <laughs> but boy, boy, howdy, huh? <laughs> Tough stuff. Anyway, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, but I, I wonder if to this get is, it together. Maybe this is part of them getting it together. Maybe it is. You like that scene? It's a little. I, I feel. I do. I like your, through the cutting through the, the cutting, rain, cutting the, through the clouds, cutting through the clouds. <laughs> Give it a nice <laughs> little snap. Uh, what? Where? Where do you want to go next? Um, uh, we street can, response, ambulances not doing their job. What do we think? The ambulances. That's very upsetting. Yeah, that's almost, that should be like a public service. It's, well, it's yeah, close. Multnomah County. Well, we can just go over it briefly because I know oh, we yeah, have other ahead. things we wanted to talk about. Uh, but Multnomah County says it's going to find uh, fine ambulance provider AMR American Medical Response for slow response times. That was announced on Wednesday. Um, AMR. So they do all of our ambulances in like the Portland metro area. Uh, they are supposed to meet a standard performance target of responding to 90% of life-threatening calls within eight minutes in urban areas. Uh, apparently, in Multnomah County, they're only, they're coming to critical emergencies late about 30% of the time. So, like, a, a third of the time, they're late. And then the other thing is that they're only running about half of the amount of ambulances that they're required to run per their contract with Multnomah County. So... There's, are, they, are they broken? Where are the other ones? Uh, no, they. Ameri and then AMR is then pointing the finger back at Multnomah County, saying like, "You're requiring us to have two paramedics per ambulance." Oh, saying and it's so too much. And so we can't do that. Oh, okay. Um, and so, uh, and then just this morning, where was it? Uh, American or sorry? Uh, oh yeah, here it is. Um, Washington County. The fire chief says they're not going to be covering for AMRs shortfalls anymore so in washington county um you know when they get a 911 call fire crews show up and probably try to stabilize the person mm. until the ambulance gets there to take them to the hospital ambulance not showing up fire fire trucks have been taking people to the hospital and uh, starting today the fire chief for washington county says they're not doing that anymore so what are you gonna call i don't gonna know uber <laughs> The quote from the fire chief, Jim Gearing, uh, for KGW says, AMR is struggling to provide staffing on a day-to-day -day basis, 24-7 on their ambulances, and there's a trickle-down effect that apartment departments like ours are feeling. Um, when we take our staff and our units and place them on an ambulance and send our ambulance to do a transport to the hospital that's out of the city or out of the area, it diminishes our capability to respond to emergencies right here in our own city. So, um, you know, says says that they think they have no other choice than cutting that off mm. so you know a little little bit crisis yeah, going on like kind of yeah kind um crisisical and then related to that if i can just pivot go for it go for it uh portland street response Twelve thousand people have called on the city at least twelve thousand people Twelve thousand people on record have called on the city to expand it to actually meet the standard that it set for itself which is 24 7 for the whole city mm -hmm. and actually hiring the amount of people that they need apparently uh commissioner renee gonzalez who is oversees the fire bureau which oversees portland street response has been canceling meetings and avoiding questions that's what advocates are saying but they can't they can't get a hold of him <laughs> got an open letter yeah open letter apparently he's ducking them uh and won't he's been unavailable to comment and that the details are off the record so he can't you know confirm or deny whether or not he's been you know changing his slack to out of office or whatever <laughs> <laughs> oh 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 yeah that's not can he do that is that like legal it's a good question i don't know uh, i mean it's not great governance regardless of whether or not it's legal it's if your constituent like and here's the other yeah. thing is that he's publicly committed to that he said that that's what he wants as well sure and then now for at least enough time that friends of portland street response this organization has to put out an open letter to like make it public to the mm -hmm. community that he won't answer anybody's calls he won't he keeps canceling meetings that we do have with him and this is after he's given a real mixed bag you know in actual response to portland street response cutting their ability to give out supplies 
freezing hiring like all of these things that he has done Mm -hmm. to sort of incapacitate the program in many ways and then now he won't answer the phone but i i don't know if he could do that let's go down to walmart let's get him a new one maybe it's not working we'll get uh, a call gonzalez on his burner phone and say hey when are you going to hire more people for Portland Street he's Response? He's still got to get a new phone. He's waiting for Black Friday and see oh, what happens. And it, and it wasn't cheap and enough. it wasn't Because the deals, there's no deals. There's no deals. Uh, that's This is really concerning. I hope that the people, uh, the fr- uh, friends of friends of Portland Street Response get a response. Um, and the fire department, that's the thing that was kind of, it's like the, fi- they, they, the coin it says in this article reached out to response from the Portland Fire Bureau, who redirected them to Gonzalez's yeah. office. So that's kind of hot potato. In, in talking good. with journalists around town, good. and like you, you read enough of these stories and you talk to enough people, the hot potato is happening all the time. It's like, oh, well, we reached out to Ted Wheeler's office, but he yeah, said Ted, that we, yeah. should, we should talk to these people. And then we talked to call, called them to say, hey, Ted Wheeler told us to talk to him. It's like, oh, no, actually, you need to talk to Ted Wheeler's office. And same thing with Gonzalez. So another reason that, let's put a silver lining on it, um, excited for a new system of government where they can't run you around like that because there's not going to be five individual like department heads that are not accountable to each other. Sure. I, I also wonder like when it comes, I'm just trying to figure out like why, like he was so active about, like he was, there's, there was, there was a lot of chatter that they were having. So I'm just like, why is he leaving them hanging, you know, hanging to dry? And I wonder when if be, it's just, is it, I don't know, is it like the, I don't know, what, like, what is, is it the cold weather and you don't want to seem like a terrible person with all the policies that you want? Like, it's kind of more hard terrible to, than you already do. Like, when yeah, the when gets you're, cold. yeah, whenever yeah. the weather gets cold, it seems like there's like, there's little, there, they're a little more lenient or they're kind of like, well, we, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this again in the summer. Yeah. Cause then it's a little bit easier to be, I guess for them optics wise, a little bit easier to be like having yeah. these like brutal, not br- but like very intense and overreaching it, at some cases, maybe even illegal policies actually being yeah. stated during the summertime. Yeah. Um, Cause I think we kind of also saw that with the ADA and the, the, the ban with the, um, the yeah, like the temp ban or actually, ban, yeah enforcing it so right uh well then you tie this yeah. into the stuff that you know that apparently our ambulance provider is sure. not doing anything and so then that's putting more burden on the fire that's department true, yeah. so why wouldn't you want to hire more for street response because they're like worried about giving too much away to portland street response when like if somebody's having a medical crisis or a behavioral health crisis we already don't have enough firefighters or cops or ambulances to respond so why wouldn't and we can't, you know, like they, they can find, Multnomah County can find AMR for not running enough mm-hmm. ambulances, but they can't necessarily like force them in the same way that this is a city, you know, service. Gotcha. Hire more people, give them resources. Because they could always just get a different contract with a different private I guess provider. I don't no. know that, I mean, AMR is like, I don't know if there's another one out there. Apparently they've been. <laughs> sounds sounds in, like a startup business. <laughs> they've been in the, metro, in the metro area since like the 90s. Welch. Um, I, there was a. Innovation A station. firefighter that I, who you would call it awe my ride. Um, <laughs> that I knew. <laughs> uh, well, if there's any, you know, um, entrepreneurs out there, it seems to be like perhaps a, a need. Time to disrupt. <laughs> the emergency medical service business. I don't know in a, about in a that. good way, not in a bad way. Not it, you know, in a in a we need more ambulances than we have kind of a way. In in please I mean, Uber I'm sure, don't do it. Yeah, Uber and Lyft are like cha ching. Can you imagine if they have like a little yeah. option? It's like do you, if like you a wanna, ambulance. You want an Uber, you want an Uber black or you want an Uber ambulance? You said it, now it's out in the ether. People it's, gonna, keep, it's gonna be it's gonna people are buying up old ambulances and turning them into tiny homes. Did you hear about this? This is unrelated. Sorry, we have other stuff to talk about. Uh well, this uh So well, maybe that's why all the <laughs> That's where they're all they're all being they're all they're, they're people all just, keep doing the hit van life keep taking them <laughs> in getting the dang ambulances. These country ganolas. Uh no, no, leave the hippies alone. They've they've they have their, their plant medicine. They're they're good. Yeah. They don't, um, they don't. <laughs> They don't need They're not us. burdening the system. They're not burdening. Unlike <laughs> regular people who are just needing help the regular <laughs> amount, and apparently we can't meet that. Mm. Um, speaking of not being able to meet the public standard of 
decency. Oh, boom. Um, where, are you, where are we going with this? Whoa. Um, the pack update. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Last time we were talking about the the police accountability um, committee, and we have more updates. Hmm. And if we forgot, back in 2020, Portlanders voted for this measure. It was like 80 percent, 82 percent, 82 percent measure 26217, and it would replace the Portland's independent Portland, sorry, police review. <clears throat> with a new administ- administrative department and create oversight board to investigate police misconducts. It um, also said very specifically, this is very specifically this measure that 82% of Portlanders voted for prohibits people who have worked for law enforcement agencies and their immediate family members to serve on the board. This group would be the Police Accountability Committee and would be uh, using 5% of the police department's budget. <laughs> After two years in September, the group of civilians gave their recommendations to how to build up this new pack and who should serve in it. They suggested 33 people, a 33-person board that will look into complaints as well as disciplinary actions for officers if needed. And again, none of the board members could have any ties to the cops. Lawyers at City Halls drafted a new version, which would be smaller and also would create a different committee who would nominate the committee, and this committee would have to be com- uh, composed of three law enforcement <laughs> officers, along with Portlanders, a Portlander from each one of the city's four new <laughs> geographic districts, and two members of um, the of other city, yeah, other accountability. city accountability bodies, yeah. and a clause barring any individuals who has an objection or bias against police and law enforcement to not be able to serve on the board. Um, and so, lo and behold. This somehow actually got approved this week. Thoughts, or, Althea? Yeah. Or the the first, I guess. I mean, they're the language get isn't sued. It's for not it. final, and the, yeah. and before it even goes in action, it has to be approved by the DOJ mm-hmm. because Portland's settlement with the DOJ agreement, because um, they found Portland police to unconstitutionally have uh, 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 use force, force yeah. people with mental illnesses. So before that even that, you know, the, the new revision of it can even get approved, like the DOJ, the feds have to sign sign off on it. Yeah, because we're like, so deep in the hole. That's pretty bad. Yeah, it's like P-Bot bad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we're $32 million down like on respecting people's civil rights. I mean, yeah, so I, I just, I think it's, a, I just don't want people to forget that this happened. Yeah, we 80- people march on the street for this. Well, and like marched in the street, passed a remarkable measure with 82%. And what city council is betting is that those 82% of people don't live here. And yes, we've seen all of the Oregon Live articles about everybody's leaving. The richest people are leaving. Mm. It's like, okay, they're literally the 1%. So so what now it's 81%, 80% of Portlanders agreed on this, you know? Um, And I just think it's, I think it's shifty to... Look, granted, thirty-three person board that feels like a lot to me. You mentioned that last time too. Yeah, what, it what, seems like so a lot. You're, um, well, because if thirty-three is too many for a teacher to be <laughs> okay. to be managing in their classroom, and they need to be getting overage pay, okay, for handling 30, 33 students, how can that be a productive committee? Is that's my your question. Bar- that's I like that. You know what? That is a little science in it. I like it. I buy it. We're gonna, I'm just stamping it. Stamp of approval. You know. The I part think... about the cops, though, that's kind of like having people who are, like, it, the, explicitly people voted to not to, to exclude have those cops from you know. deciding if cops did the right thing because cops are going to say they did the right thing. And it, like, the logic of it as written makes sense. They do in the in the article. They're saying that um, I guess the deputy city attorney. Um, she said also that they're going to be meeting with the original commission commission members who vo- they volunteered their time to lay this foundation. I didn't even For realize for years was, they were. I didn't realize doing it was this. all volunteer. Uh, she said that um, she's going to talk with them and will collect public comments on the proposal until December fifteenth. Oh wow! Okay, December fifteenth. So there's still time. Like I said, the language is still not final. And if uh, Ted Wheeler said that if, you know, the commissioners and the people are like, hey, we really don't like this and they show up in droves, then he's willing to keep an open mind on it, I think is what he said, Um, which kind of shocked me. Which, I mean, I guess good, like bear bear 
minimum governing After. if everybody You're that right. you govern tells you that you did the wrong thing you'll change your mind yay after <laughs> they voted for it yeah so and you were same people who voted you into office if i recall also well that's what by de- not not necessarily not they didn't it's a write-in campaign that by default created the situation that ted wheeler got elected if the writing campaign wouldn't wouldn't have happened sarah would have won 100 percent. the numbers don't lie that's just a reality yeah i mean a but majority is, of people you know, didn't want but like the same electorate this, that, yes, the that same, yeah. got him into office is the same electorate that passed this so you, you're going to disrespect the car that you rode in here on hey you listen, know what i mean he stood in the streets and got tear gas you know he got he tear did, gas he knows, he knows and he's been he's been biding his time he's been waiting 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 until it's time to say screw you Pouring screw your plans um it is well, what what happened to all of all of his statements about you know equity and the kind of place that portland strives to be it happened what happened everywhere else in in, in the country people um got bored with the with like with social justice, people got bored with it. They moved on to the next thing. It's it's unfortunate. I don't the people yeah. who are still there. And there, that's the there thing are people about, who have been in this fight a lot longer. And, and that, but that's know? the thing with the with this political fashion trends is that there are people who've been in these different whether it's politics in all activism everywhere. You know, people who dedicate their life to it, and all of a sudden, you know, eventually the the zeitgeist gets to whatever political issue and then we all rah-rah around it whether yeah, it's good or bad it gets mobilized around yeah. it gets energized and what happens you get a lot of these like parachute like parachute journalism you got parachute activists hmm. and they kind of destabilize everything and then the people who've been there are still there and will be there to pick up the pieces once everyone the fad has has worn off you know yeah. and so that's why we're still seeing people talking about this because there are and so I, it seems to me as though if the people voted for this and wanted this, it seems to me as though the ask now is to stand up for this up to the fifteenth, yeah. because that is, that seems like the only opening of what the people can do in in mass in yeah. order to ho- Try hold to the line for this. something that eighty two percent of people voted for. Maybe now eighty one because maybe you know, now eighty one because you know. some rich people decided to go, but it's, take it to the east side of the state or whatever. If if we you know want to find something, to, I mean, it's not, and that's the thing you, we can't sleep on it. You know, it's yeah, like kind of all the money that like we can't we vote on these and the it's anyways December fifteenth I mean, December fifteenth. I think the other thing is like if this it, like they're gonna they're gonna get sued. There, yeah, I just. It, Speaking of getting sued, mm. uh, everybody, you know, like you, you corrupt a measure to this extent, and we just keep seeing this over and over again. And I think that there's like doing the same thing with the charter reform, with the charter reform, and it. trying to, uh, like, in some ways, like send up a test balloon of like, hey, do people still care? What if we undid every, all of these progressive reforms? Would anybody even notice? It's like, pop the balloon, smack their hand away. You know, of course we noticed. That's great. That's yeah. Dude. Pop the balloon. Wake that up. Wake <laughs> that up. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Say <laughs> one one more story, and then we'll go to the the midway. Um. Yeah. Sure. Um. <clears throat> speaking of getting sues and lawsuits. Um. Lawsuits. Lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Me um, when I get a, a law. <laughs> get, get my law degree. Um. I'm lawsuit. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> lawsuit. <laughs> Any lawyers named Sue, call in, please. <laughs> there, uh, I did from the from the article beforehand. Still, mm. uh, just one last thing. There was a quote from Dan Handelman, a commission member, longtime police accountability advocate. Portland Cop Watch. Portland Cop Watch uh, rejected Brown's suggestion that the proposal was based on his commission's work. And the quote's actually quite beautiful. It's like claiming a pile of pottery shards are based on a vase. Mm-hmm. Maybe a few pieces look like they used to, but it's but it no longer holds water. Yeah. It's a good metaphor. It's a good metaphor, Dan. Breathe. Let that breathe. Mm. Anyway, so measure 114. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say the, the Secretary of State thing. Uh, uh, say, oh, God. <laughs> Which one do you want to do? We have to go to the midway in a minute. We gotta, uh, you pick. You pick. Well... I don't know now. <laughs> now I got nervous. Okay, well, I would say basically measure 114 seems like it's not, it's just not going to oh, happen. The, oh, the gun control? The gun control. There's great news, guys. Another lawsuit about it. And, uh, Let's go. Uh, Taking it to the su- state Supreme Court, I think? The, the state Court of Appeals? I don't know. As a reminder, the measure language requires 
Permits to be issued by local law enforcement, to buy firearms, requires photo ID, fingerprint, safety training, criminal background checks, a fee payment to apply for a permit, and prohibits manufacturing, importing, purchasing, selling, possessing, using, or transferring ammunition magazines capable of hoarding of holding more than 11 round, 10 rounds and make a violation and makes violation a class A misdemeanor. <laughs> uh, that's, and the Oregonians yes. said no, which... The Oregonian? The Oregon, because the Oregonians, you've never seen those oh, stickers? Oh, Oregonian. <laughs> I was like, I don't think that, that doesn't totally no, sound like, <laughs> Oregon Live? No, that, okay, sorry, now we're spreading misinformation. Oregonian, it's, no, like the, yeah, the, the with the gun instead of the right, GE. The gone. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they won their lawsuit in Harney County, which is just. I do recommend reading this article because the, <clears throat> the back and forth is really interesting. There's like, this lady is like, listen. Our forefathers, they had guns, and you know they were pretty, pretty intense. And then this other guy's like, "You're not a historian. You have no training as a historian. Uh, you, what are you talking about?" Um, anyways, it's it's just interesting to see the back and forth. I always find the gun debate very interesting because it, because you know the whole idea of like, what did our, what did the founding fathers think? Uh, guns would look like. Did they talk about gun technology? You know. Uh, do they know about Elon Musk? Like these are all questions that I, that we're always just trying to figure out and right. talking with one another. But the fact that it is an American Constitution, like it, it's it. I think I always find the debates very interesting. Yes, I think functionally where we are today is very different. Hey, I'm going to go out on a limb here, guys. I don't know if you agree. Things now different than 1776. Thoughts? Five. No I'm kidding. <laughs> Let that breathe. Let that breathe. No, they, they were give me a gesture, different. which is not good for radio. She, said, she puts is, her hands and she says, hey. Says, hey. You know, when you make sense, you make sense, you know? Are we ready for a little Midway song? I guess we are ready for a Midway song. I'm sorry to cut you off. I just want to hear from the good people is all. It's all good. Uh, yeah, we'll take a quick Midway song. We'll be back in a couple of moments here on The Gap. Please, kbu.fm slash give is the link to donate uh, during our end of year campaign, Cutting Through the Clouds. Live the radio, just cutting through that awkward silence with, lo- with a pitch. <laughs> We're looking at it. each other, and you are also there with us. So we love that. Um, I think we are going to... We hear the song in the background. Can you? I can hear it. All right, bring that up. Let's there have a little is. break, shall we? We'll be back in a sec. Say it at the same time. Yeah, did and we? We're and we're back. back. <laughs> I had you did the the falsetto on that. Did I? I did the alto. <laughs> My voice can go pretty deep. 
harmony? Uh, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> let's harmonize coughs. Who's doing that? All right, we're not going to do Play that. a little Elton John. We are me. back here on The Gap here <laughs> on KVO Portland. My name is Tammy. Is with me is the bubbly Althea Billings. Bubbly, huh? We're bubbling around today. It's Maybe good so. Because you. you have your sunflower. I'm wearing uh, my sunflower shirt. Thing. It makes me think of uh, bees. Bumbling, Thank you. you know, bumbling around. Thank you. Yeah, wow. bees are great. I, they are. Shout out to the bees. Any bees out there? Give us a call. We love it. Uh, listen, this is The Gap. Second half of the show, we're doing our community question where you can call in and let us know what you think about what we're talking about. And today we're talking about small acts of kindness. Micro acts, mm. they're calling it. Uh, so there's a story. <laughs> You've heard of microaggressions. Now we're talking micro acts <laughs> of joy. Um, there is a story uh, about a recent study called Big Joy, where basically they found uh, that people who commit... It's so funny that they say commit. <laughs> people Because <laughs> we're used to saying commit microaggressions. So yeah, now like we're saying commit something. Kindness. People who commit daily micro acts of joy experience about a 25% increase in emotional well-being over the course of a week. Uh, so we want to know, small micro acts of kindness, what do you think? Have you ever done one? Do you think that this is something that you could implement? What kind of micro acts might other people try to do? Let us know. 503-231-8187. I'll give you some examples here in a second. Some examples that come to mind, uh, I think, communicating on the road. Uh, oh, it's also I, the rule, <laughs> but I think it's also kind to like... I had a whole thing about this. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> about being, being kind of the road, like letting yeah. people through and yeah. stuff. And, I yeah, was thinking about I love that. that. You know, sometimes people say to me, it's like, oh, what's your favorite thing about doing your radio show? And it's like, oh, I love talking with people. I love connecting. I love hanging out with you, obviously. And then there's another part of it of like airing my grievances on a public platform, <laughs> which is if it's a zipper merge, if the lane is closed and everybody has to get over, it does, you, it, you we go one by one. We all take turns That's and get there the same. I, I also I love the idea that you let someone through, you let one person through, and, and you see them, they look so stressed, they're like, oh, this one person, like, what's going to go through? Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's like you give them a million dollars, you know? <laughs> it's like it's like you you gave them, you bestowed upon them the, the what? The gift of kindness. Mm. And what? It's tiny. It doesn't take anything out of you. It doesn't take We're anything away from We're standing in traffic together. Yeah. What's up? This isn't falling down. It's okay. No. no. Chill. Well, other examples of these, uh, these micro acts making a gratitude list or journal, um, acts of kindness like visiting a sick neighbor or mm. doing a nice gesture for mm. a friend or a stranger. Mm. Some micro acts involve celebrating another person's joy, mm. engaging in self-reflection, meditation, taking the time to identify the silver lining in a bad situation or positive reframing. Um, ooh, apparently the study's still open. It's oh. like a, a citizen science type of thing. Oh. Um, good that sign. is 25% happier over the course of a week is wild. Um, three perform three random acts of kindness in a week, you know, buying somebody coffee, bake cookies mm. for friends, mm. offering to shovel snow from a neighbor's driveway. That's nice. That's and that, nice. And, and it's it, that that reflects on you that like I did something nice. Now I feel good. Sure. It you feels know? good to do something good. Um, what another couple of things that come to mind. I mean, there's, I love this, especially for people, you know, you can't like mm. uh, I got a neighbor and she a uh, little elderly, you know, and, and I see her trash can. So I always put him from the, you know, I don't want to have to hoist it up from this curb. So I just kind of get it closer to him. It's, it's a minor, that's on a dog walk. Why not? Yeah. And I was just like, well, I do this for her anyway. So now like I kind of do it if I'm on a dog walk and I see someone's trash is like, I just in like a parking spot, kind of like on on the road. And yeah, in the parking. It, it doesn't take anything out of me. Just pop it out up there. Yeah. People get parking spot. People don't have to like hoist it up on the curb. It, yeah. It takes nothing out of me. I do it for fun. For yeah. free. I'll do it for fun. I'll volunteer. <laughs> uh, we got a caller on the line. How are you? You're on there with us. Hi, I'm Shane. Thank you so much for calling. Well, what do you think about this, this micro acts of kindness? Um, I've actually heard in studies that um, it's actually scientifically proven that microaxial kindness will actually boost your own happiness. And I've experienced that myself, and so I try to do kind things, not just for others, but for myself, too. And, like, it helps with depression, mm -hmm. um, things like that. And also just asking somebody to talk about 
maybe a favorite subject of theirs, mm. and then seeing their face light up, that's an act of kindness that I enjoy doing, because yeah. I know that when people like to listen to me, that's, I feel the same way, so... Uh, it is, it can be anywhere from the classic, oh, I'll pay for the person behind me thing, or it can be something like that, where it's just like, you ask someone to talk about a special interest, or something like that. So, lots of kindness are so important in a world like this today, because there's just so much hate going on, and so every act of kindness really counts. Definitely. Mm. I, li- I like the asking people about something they're passionate about. Yeah, I totally know beautiful. Like, when their eyes light yeah. up and you're, you know, there's that whole other mm. look on their face. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for calling. This is a micro act of kindness to us. Yeah. We got to talk to you yeah, about, about how you feel about it. I feel really good about it. Thank you so much. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. <laughs> I like also the notion of a micro uh I act of uh, micro act of aggression. Oh yeah, my god! It's really in the lexicon. Uh, a, a t- <laughs> totally not brainwashed. Uh, the <clears throat> micro acts of of kindness. Um, the idea of like doing it internally too. Yeah, that's really nice. Like yeah. I do. I do that. I put on. I said, you know what? Put on some lotion. Put mm. a little lotion. You're like, it's it's a so kindness good. to yourself. It is a for kindness. Later. I put myself. You know, I I pet myself. I I I look at my hand and say, oh, this yeah. is how I want to be. Mm. You know. Just a little little act of kindness for self. Yes. Uh, bring that up. Uh, I got another caller on the line. How are you? I think you might be on speakerphone. If you could. Uh, yeah, you want to turn the radio down to be able to hear us. Is, is that me? Yeah. yeah, there you are. Oh, hey, Annalise. Hello. How you doing? Okay. Yeah, good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning, Alfie. Yeah. Hey, Good morning. what do you think about all this? Oh, that's just fine. And I didn't really think about it until you mentioned it, but I have some little uh, micro things. I watch a neighbor's dog off and on when he cannot. Mm-hmm. Um, I watch another neighbor's chickens when, when they are away, feed them and stuff. Um, that's lovely. Yeah, just little things. And, uh, and uh, I have one more. Anyway, oh, yeah, I buy a street roots once a week at People's. Hmm. Oh, yeah, love street roots. Yeah, street roots. And there's a, a houseless person there. Mm-hmm. And uh, he lived there for a long time, actually, and was very neat and clean. But the city came and chased him out. Mm-hmm. So so anyway, but he still will sit there on the on the bench outside. Yeah. And then I get his uh, street roots once a week. So those are just my little contributions to kindness. Well, thank you so much for calling. <laughs> All right. Lovely hearing from you. Yeah, always good to hear from you. All right, and have a wonderful solstice. That's what I'm looking for. Ooh, solstice. Thank you. Yes, thank you. If other yeah, folks. I'll be- I, I celebrate solstice. Nice. So it's, it's good to have anyway, something to look forward to. Yeah, and I I am so grateful that you two are on the air. It makes my day. Oh, thank Aww, you so much. Thank you. All right. Bye. All right. Talk we'll to you ya. later. <laughs> if other folks want to call, please 503-231-8187. You can also message us on Instagram if you like. Our handle is at the Gap Radio. You can email us thegapradio at gmail.com is there also the way I'm, I'm pulling the web up right now it's pulling, being kind of slow we're pulling the web up so, now so give us a call you know let Fine. us know what you think micro acts of kindness <laughs> we really we got to find a new or maybe we can we can reframe uh micro acts of kindness we could say small small acts of kindness thank Itsy you bitsy thank teeny you. weeny we don't gotta get yellow all polka dot scientific yeah, yellow <laughs> polka dot it <laughs> was it the Beatles? Oh, that's a million dollars. Um, 503-231-8187 is the phone number. Here in the air room, we'd love to hear from you. Um, bestow a bit of kindness upon us by calling in and telling us how you um, share kindness around, whether with other people or with yourself. Mm-hmm. And as this article said, the fact that they can quantify. Yeah. 25%. 25 is a increase. lot. I don't even, I don't think even. Like, what else do I do that, that has that much of an impact on my overall well-being? I guess eating. I was, yeah, I was going to say literally, like <laughs> going outside, <laughs> breathing. Maybe yeah, just uh, 
yeah, like sunshine, you know, yeah. like it's probably things that are very like pr- like natural to mm-hmm. to our meat flesh, meat flesh. Um, so the while we also while we wait for people to call in at 503-231-8187, there is uh, I'm rereading Nickel and Dime and I sent Althea this piece of from the book. Um, yeah that prompted me to ask this question of like uh, small acts of kindness. And in this book, this lady is a, she's doing like a research about what it's like to be a low income worker in America. And this is like in the 2000s and it even resonates even more now. And she was, she's working as a waitress and she was saying how the, the whenever um, someone comes in that works at a hotel, she's a waitress at a restaurant hotel, at a hotel restaurant, and she says whenever hotel workers would come in and the janitors and, and the people in housekeeping, she would always go out of her way to make them feel like kings and queens. And she'd go out of the way and put like est- extra whipped cream in their in their chocolate milk or mm. um, extra things of like butter and, um, yeah. and jam and stuff and just a little extra. And she said, because the cooks do their thing, but we have our little station where we're able to dress things. And she said, the standard is four croutons, but I give them as many croutons as I want. And, <laughs> and it was just, I don't know, like almost made me cry because it's like, yeah, did I... Like, why not, you know, like doing a little like hooking people up, you know, and and it can mean even like when it comes to like paperwork and, and like little things like a signature that you can just be like, all right, here, here's a signature here. You get this loan, you know, it's yeah. like just believing in the kindness, believing in just like the fabric and kindness of humanity yeah. that it will you do good things, good things will come to you or you do good things and they won't be taken into a bad place. You know, 503-231-8187. Love to hear your opinion is dope. Yeah. And we also have the website, go to kboo.fm. And at the bottom right-hand side, yep. there is a talk to us. Chat with chat us. Chat with us. And let us know what you think. Random small acts of kindness. The The study from Berkeley uh, says that the group that practiced random acts of kindness had greater reductions in depression and anxiety and higher satisfaction with life. And while acts of kindness and social activities both improve people's sense of social support, practicing kindness improved it even more, with the benefits lasting up to five weeks. Oh. You want, it, here's the thing, folks. You want to you start the new year on the right foot. Oh. <laughs> That's five weeks from now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's manifesting. Yeah. Um, we can link the the we'll greater definitely good link the study. Yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting. I I love this. Then also I tell you, whenever you start being nice to other people, you, you it only mirrors back back at you. Yeah. It's just like this. Can I tell you flow. one that I do? Uh is when I have like a can of something, like if I had your mate mm-hmm. and it, like in my car or whatever, is like I will go set it out next to like a public trash can mm-hmm. so that somebody who collects that, yeah. cans can go get the exchange for that. Um, and not have to go through the trash. And same not have thing to rifle the, through the trash. Um, with the trash. And it's also people, yeah, people can put like in a paper brown paper bag, just put the cans in there so that people don't have to dig through trash. And it's yeah. just a lot more, it's just better, you know? Yeah. And, and that it's that, kinder, yeah. I think, you know, to be yeah. considerate. Because that's what it's consideration. Mm-hmm. That it's like, whoa, another person exists you know around me yeah like i don't even know who that person's gonna be that's just gonna be somebody might want that you know and you wouldn't want to go through the trash why should someone else go yeah simple as that Um, to be able to exchange cans 503-231-8187 is the phone number 503-231-8187 let us know what you think you can also message us on instagram um you can message us on the email website. <laughs> and the website <laughs> i was like that's not how people talk <laughs> the gap radio at gmail.com kboo.fm click on the thing talk to us how kindness we can how could how could we can give it to each other maybe get some ideas of mm. what kindnesses you're kind of putting out in the world what do you find very kind when that people do to you like a small what's something that's a small act of kindness that you've experienced recently hmm i mean i think that there are like difficult to identify but you know when you have just like a a pleasant social interaction with somebody like at a coffee shop or something yeah Yeah, and just you know oh how are you oh you know i like your earrings nice (laughs) i like your earrings (laughs) cool well you have a good day thank you all right goodbye (laughs) like you know i i hear you going out of your way to compliment people or just to you know you know Acknowledge, acknowledge they're there. It's yeah. really, it, it really 
But what would be the next step from acknowledging that they're there? That's where the kindness is, isn't mm. it, really? Like the actual action of wanting to purposefully be nice, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think... Because it does take an action. It is an action. You know? it, yeah. it, so it's a practice, something you can get better at, you know? Yeah, I think that it's... I'm more conscious of the ones that I do, mm. more so than the ones of that somebody else has done for me. But somebody... You, like somebody holding the door for you. Mm. So Or like, Ooh. you know when someone when it's not like they're going in at the same time as you and they hold the door for you, but like they see you, mm -hmm. you know, 10 steps back and you're coming the same way with your hands full and they hold the door for you. I love that. Also, when I walk the dog and someone is jogging behind me, when they go around and don't like, cause, cause you know, a person is jogging behind you, a person is, you know, and a person is with a dog, a dog, it's an animal. It's gonna, it's gonna get startled, you know? Yeah. Don't, and I notice a lot of people do the, do the right thing <laughs> because they might have experienced getting bitten or something where they go around and they just kind of like jog in the street a little bit for a second and then kind of run yeah. past you. And I find that to be so, like, such a kind thing. And I'm like, wow, they see me. They care about me. They yeah. don't want to startle me. Mm -hmm. I'm like a girl walking around. And I feel like really like seen and appreciated. And I'm like, mm -hmm. that's a good that's a good neighbor, you know? Thank and it you. Feels, you did the yeah, right thing. Yeah, it yeah. feels like really, or when people like, they see me with the dog and they have a dog and, and they see me kind of struggling and they're like, they're like, oh, go ahead, you know, and then kind of wait for me to pass. Yeah. Because um, why play chickens with neighbors? Yeah. We're neighbors, not chickens, you mm -hmm. know? Mm. Wake that up. <laughs> we have Clara on the line. How you doing? Good. I'm doing good. Thank you. Um, I, I've been the, I'm now a recipient of people with their acts of kindness because um, people look at me and they, they think I'm elderly. <laughs> and maybe I am. Hmm. It's that old thing where you don't feel old, but people are seeing me that way. Anyway, um, I don't really know my neighbors, but uh, one, one neighbor, um, he was leaf-blowing um, his leaves, and he took care of my leaves and blew them into this one area, which is fine. And we, we have a lot of maple trees around here. So he, I was thinking I was going to have to rake it, but he did that for me, and I haven't even seen him to thank him. I think I know who it was. I'm not even sure. Hmm. And then a, another neighbor, um, so those leaves and putting them in the... Um, garbage not trash can but you know the uh, compostables or whatever that they take and uh he he was watching me i didn't even know it but i was using my hands because the rake was just not working very well so he he comes over and introduces himself and says he'll he'll take that trash can out for me and uh, that trash can's really heavy when you put a lot of leaves in it. Mm -hmm. And you have to take it down the alleyway down to the street. Mm. And he did that for me. That's so nice. As, that's so great. That's really kind. I'm glad that yes. he realized that. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's just too great. I, I, I am enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's also the important part, to enjoy the kindness. Because people don't do it for you not to enjoy it. See, That's you should so enjoy yeah. it. Do it for you. They do it for you. That's, mm. You deserve that. Well, thank you so much for calling. Yeah. You're welcome. I really enjoy your show. Thank, thank you so much. I do have a comment from the online. Oh, I got the online, the internet. This person says, the world needs more kindness. You never know what someone is going through. Doing a simple kindness or paying someone a compliment can make someone's whole day, week, month better. Totally believe the study. Thank you. I, Yeah. Sometimes it's also about like accepting the kindness, that's, you know. That's like the yeah, it's just like what Claire was Claire saying. Was saying yeah. You know, like if my hands are full and I like really can't, I'm doing it, but it's not great. Yeah. And somebody might be like, you know, one of my neighbors, like, oh, could I carry that for you? My immediate thing is, no, I got it, mm. <laughs> soldier through. Mm. But yeah, sure. If you want to just take it up to the porch for me, that'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, it's and it's yeah, I hear you. It's also, especially when we when we need it the most is when. I think we learn how to accept the kindness from people, yeah. especially if you haven't been you've seen a lot of kindness in your life. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Well, thank you for doing us the kindness of listening to The Gap on KBOO Community Radio. Uh, we've had a lovely time talking with you, covering the, the news and the happenings. And I hope that, you know, may maybe it's a good inspiration to do a little small act of kindness. Yeah, like you said, 
the new year's coming up soon five weeks away start 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 being nice now and it'll pay off come january 1st um also consider supporting kbu kbu.fm slash give is the link to donate you can also text kboo to 44321 we're gonna be off next week yes uh i am getting some i'm getting my wisdom teeth out i don't i didn't i couldn't decide if i was gonna say it or not um so we won't be here but we'll be back after that uh you know keep us on the mind do a small act of kindness. Support KBU. Have a great weekend. Did Hell I cover yeah. everything? See y'all. Tammy Nelthia signing weekend. off. Bye. you to participate in our brand new public affairs program once upon a time share with us your memories and touchstone events of your life of your journey join us first and third friday of the month from 11 to noon here on kibu 90.7 fm and available online at kibu.fm consuelo is my name and i will be glad to hear from you and reminisce about your journey. Once upon a time, live in the air room here at KBU 90.7 FM. Share with us your memories, experience, and journey of your life. First and third Friday of the month, from 11 to noon, here at KBU 90.7 FM.